Welcome to the Lewis Says Black Show. Now, time for a word from our sponsor. Yo, what up, 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 It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the elephant in the room, the trending topic of the week, which is Emi Udaka. Forgive me if I mispronounce his name, but he is the Nigerian-American brother that has at one point played for our Nigerian national team and is most famously known for his coaching career, where he was a bit of a journeyman as an assistant coach. But his biggest claim to fame is going to be being a rookie head coach and taking his team all the way to the finals and it is what it is who better to lose to than the Warriors and when I say the Warriors we're talking about the Warriors that were basically back in original form and then some with Clayton <clears throat> Clay Thomas excuse me back in rare form Steph Curry in rare form Draymond Green doing Draymond Green things, Wiggins balling out, and even Poole coming into his own. But of course, we're not going to talk about basketball, basketball too much. We're going to talk about this situation. Now, before I really get into it, I got to give props to myself. I got to pop my own collar. That intro that you guys heard, that's going to be the new intro. I just heard the song today. And it's off of Cameron's new release called You Wasn't There. According to Word on the Streets, looks like it's something to where he took some songs that he had did with um, a certain producer named A-Track and threw them together. Nice, quick, good quality listen. I think it's about 10 songs. It even includes a skit with Dame Dash just talking his shit. And the album sounds real good. Whoever A-Track is, he's an amazing producer. 
And that's actually the last song on the album. And damn it, it is a doozy. That shit is epic. That is my new theme song. When I heard it, I said, damn it, we're not that far from October. I said, this is going to be my theme song for October. And then it dawned on me like, fuck it. If that's going to be your intro theme song, make it the intro theme song for the Lewis S. Black Show, you idiot. But man, let me tell y'all, if I was a wrestler, if I was on the WWE, that would be my walk-in music. Matter of fact, I'd probably lit like that first verse play or so, along with that hook from my boy, Joel Santana, real cool dude that I was able to shake hands and say hi to in the airport a long time ago. Yeah, that would be my intro. I don't know what my wrestling name would be. I mean, Lewis S. Black is such a cool ass name that fuck it. I'd just be Lewis S. Black or just to keep it simple for the fans, I'd be Lewis Black. And I would just come out with the whole stadium just dark. Then that little little shit would come on and the lights would slowly start flickering. Then I put the spotlight on me and I would fuck around and come out with one of those glittering ass furry ass robes like Ric Flair used to wear. It'd be like some Ric Flair 2022 type shit. Just a big balling ass robe. And I would fuck around and just slowly raise my hands up. And then boom, tell the crowd to just go nuts. Then I'd mess around and put my hands back down and say, let me talk to them. I'd mess around and have me two bad chicks. Like maybe one, uh, you know, fuck it, I represent for my sisters. I'd have one badass chocolate sister. Then one badass red bone sister to my left and to my right. You know what I'm saying? And then I'd have another one. I'd have another little caramel sister. So the, the dark skinned one and the light skinned one, they would help take off my robe. And then once they took off my robe, you know, like every other wrestler, I'd be down to, you know what I'm saying, uh, just my jewelry, my bare chest, some damn tight ass drawers, and some balling ass patent leather boots made by Jordan. You know what I'm saying? I'd fuck around and tell one of them, I'd say, baby, I'd tell the caramel one, baby, remove my jewelry. She'd take off my jewelry and she'd pass me my microphone. And I'd be like, nigga, yeah. let me talk to y'all. Maurice the Mauler, I heard you've been talking shit. I guess you didn't learn what happened over at Summer Jam 55. So now I'm here to let you know that in front of all these good people in Tampa Bay, Florida, I'm gonna whoop your monkey ass. And then I would just give the, I would just drop the microphone and I would just run and I would just slide into the ring. You know what I'm saying? Punch your boy about eight times in the face with a good right. Pin him up into that little corner piece where they got like the pads and shit. You know what I'm saying? Pin him up into the corner. Bitch slap him. Pow. Pow. Backhand. Pow. Pow. 
pow. Then I do that little shit where they kick him in the stomach. Boom, 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 boom. Then when he falls out, I will fuck around and just get up in the middle of the uh, middle of the ring and just let everybody cheer for me. Then at that point, that would be where he runs up and knocks the shit out of me. And then all of a sudden, you got a wrestling match where ultimately I win. Yeah, man, I miss my calling when I didn't become a wrestler. But that's it, no there. But that's how inspirational that is. That's just you guys hearing a snippet on this podcast. I challenge everybody to look up the song Cameron Dipshit. Yes, it's literally called Dipshit. D-I-P-S-H-I-T. Listen to it in full audio quality. That's like some workout music, some jogging music, some power walking music. That's some music that you can fuck to if you really put your mind to it. Especially if you're just giving old girl back shots. But I am digressing. So for those of y'all that don't know, our boy Emi was in a relationship. I want to clear that up. That was not her husband. I know y'all are used to 51-year-old women such as Nia Long, because he was with Nia Long, and he met Nia Long back when she was 39. So they've been together for a nice piece of some change. That's her fiance. I know motherfuckers is confused, like they were together that long and he just now proposed. Nah, the nigga proposed a long time ago. He is what I would call forever my fiance. Forever my fiance. Who yeah, it's like a dream. Yeah, man, and I'm not gonna knock him because this is a man show. Hey, man, you can mess around and be her fiance for that long and pop a kid in her and did everything but married the woman. Hey, I'm not going to knock the brother. A woman can leave at any time, especially since y'all sisters want to just think that it's all about status like it is with y'all when it comes to men, especially when you're near long and you are so fine. And you can pretty much have any man on earth that you want to. When a woman sticks around that long and a brother ain't sat up and made it official and married her, that's on her. You can leave at any time. And shit, hell, if you leave, shit, you can fuck around and hit the brother for child support, depending on how old the kid is. So come on. Now I'm going to give y'all the full scoop through this article that I'm going to read. But the main thing I want to talk about is the hypocrisy. Because once again, shit like this creates a civil war between the men and the women. You got men thinking one thing for the most part. Then we have a few renegades that want to just sit up here and try to cater to the women for pussy points. And then, of course, you got women that just no matter what the situation is, they just got to take the woman's side. First, let me read this article so that we can have clarity on what's going on. This comes from The Athletic. This article is not going to be nowhere near as cringeworthy as that article that I read during the last episode 
for PMB Rock. This represents true journalism to me because it's mainly about sticking to the facts and telling you what's going on. Celtics suspend Emi Udaka for 2022-2023 season. Coach's future with Boston in question. The Celtics has suspended coach Emi Udaka for the entirety of the 2022-23 season for violations of team policies. The franchise announced Thursday. The team added in a statement that a decision about his future with the Celtics beyond this season will be made at a later date. The second year coach's punishment is a result of an intimate relationship with a female member of the organization, as the Athletic first reported Thursday morning. Some members of the Celtics organization first became aware of the relationship in July, sources said. At that time, team leadership was led to believe by both parties that the relationship was consensual. But sources said that the woman recently accused Udaka of making unwanted comments toward her, leading the team to launch a set of internal interviews. The team's decision and announcement came after a closed-door meeting Thursday that involved team owners and president Brad Stevens and lasted several hours, sources said. Earlier Thursday, Stevens and members of the Celtics front office met with players at the team facility. I want to apologize to our players, fans, the entire Celtics organization, and my family for letting them down, Udaka said in a statement Thursday night. I am sorry for putting the team in this difficult situation, and I accept the team's decision. Out of respect for everyone involved, I will have no further comment. Udaka, 45, was heading into his second season after the helm in Boston and taking over in June 2021 for Stevens, who became president of basketball operations. The Celtics went 51-31 and in the regular season last year and made it to the NBA Finals, where they lost in six games to the Golden State Warriors. Udaka was previously an assistant coach with the San Antonio Spurs, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Brooklyn Nets. Prior to coaching, he had a professional playing career that included time in the NBA and overseas. Joe Muzala has been named interim head coach during Udaka's suspension. Udaka's top assistant last season, Will Hardy, left the organization in July to become head coach of the Utah Jazz. I don't want to bore y'all with too much because they really just get to talking about um, old boy Muzala and putting some shine on him. Y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here to sip beer. See, yeah. See, the, the chicks, they like to spill tea and sip tea. We men. What we do over here is when we talk about shit like this, we're going to call this sipping beer. Here's my synopsis. This is going to be speculation. Let's just put a disclaimer on that. What happens is, okay, old boy is in a committed relationship. His rock, his main flame, his main squeeze, his tenderoni was Nia Long. That's the one that's at home. That's the one that he makes his public appearances with. That's the one that he has babies with. That is his latag. But sitting up here, man, as a coach, man, that NBA life, man, you're literally at home half the time and you're on the road half the time. And when you're on that road, as a coach, it gets lonely. See, you know, as a player, you can mess around and just grab randoms without having to do much. You're Jason Tatum. 
So when you go down to play the Miami Heat and y'all got that nice ass hotel room out there on South Beach as Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, you can just show up to the club and these hoes already know who you are. You ain't got to do much. Just show up and smile. And boom, you got somebody that you can lay up with to help you get your rocks off. These chicks, or should I say at least your surface level groupies, do not pay attention to who the coach is and can give a fuck less about who the coach is. Because these NBA guys are young. Most of these guys are in their 20s. These little groupies are in their 20s. They're not worried about the old man that's 45, the old fart that's 55 years old, calling shots. Even though he's the reason why the team is so popular and on prime time because he's drumming up some plays that are helping these young men win. Trust me, these bitches was looking for Kobe. They was looking for Shaq. Some of them might even been looking for Derek Fisher or Robert Ory's old Will Smith looking ass, but they weren't looking for Phil Jackson. So as the coach, man, you get lonely. So it's like, damn, who can I run to? To share this empty space. Tell me who can I run to when I need love. Woo, sweet baby. Well, y'all lucky I can't sing. So you run to someone that does look up to you. A chick that works for the organization. A chick that know not only who the ballers are, but she knows who the assistant coaches are, who the head coach is. She knows who the GM is. So bam, you confide in her. And when I say confide in her, really you reside in her. And when I say reside in her, mean you reside in that pussy. Your hotel room or her hotel room, while y'all out on the road. When y'all get back to Boston, hey, it was nice, you know, but I'm about to go back home with my lady in. In this case, you're going to go back home to your husband. Now, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Now that we know that usually as one of the behind the scenes guys, and yes, even as a coach, even though everybody sees your mug on TV yelling at the ref- yelling at the referees for not calling fouls, yelling at the referees for just not noticing that this man took about three or four steps and basically walked to the basket. You see him yelling, but they don't zone in on that. So boom, you got that. But old girl was married. Looks like she was married to someone that works within the organization. So here's my speculation. It comes across to me as a thing like, okay, they've been fucking around for a while. He just got with the organization back in 2022. So summer of 2022 is when he finally joined the team. And then now here it is the end of the summer because they found out in July. So midsummer, everybody finally finds out. So we can say that somewhere within that timeline, they started fucking around. 
So they've been fucking around for almost about a year. And then she married to somebody. And at first, everybody thought that it was consensual. We talked to both people and it came across as something consensual. Let's be real. It is consensual. Because if it was not consensual, oh my. Trust me. Old girl would have had no problem yelling rape. Motherfuckers have no problem yelling rape on a black man. Especially when being cornered on doing some shit that they're not supposed to be doing anyways. So no, it was consensual. So since you can't yell rape, because a motherfucker can only rape you once, you're not gonna keep coming around and coming around and coming around for that type of damage. So what it comes across to me is they were fucking around. It got found out. At first in July, they said it was consensual. Then some investigation went down and it probably got out there that they were fucking. So in order to save face for her and her husband and their kids that they got any, so basically their family for what it's worth, unwanted comments. I've never heard of unwanted comments and consensual affair in the same sentence. I've heard of rape and I've heard of unwanted comments. Usually, there's no room for unwanted comments when it's a rape case. It's just, bam, I caught you down bad, and I'm finna do just the ultimate scumbag shit, which is taking the pussy, which I don't condone. We don't condone that here on the Lewis S. Black Show or the Cuban Cigar Crisis Show. And unwanted comments, that's usually coming from a man that ain't got the pussy. Because men become more and more perverted when they want a woman and can't have a woman. After a while, some men would just go for broke and just start saying stupid shit. Like, fuck it. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down fighting. I'm going to go down gunning. Kind of like um, if you've ever seen a war movie and it's a helicopter that's getting shot down by a damn fighter plane and the motherfucker has the big Gatling gun on it and even though the plane is crashing the motherfucker's like if I'm going to hell I'm taking all of y'all to hell with me and the shit the helicopter explodes, the damn fighter jet that took them down, that motherfucker spirals and crashes and burns somewhere. That's what men have, a crash and burn mentality. So these unwanted comments, bullshit. That's just a way to save face because I think what happened, and this does happen, she doesn't want the husband to look like a cuck. A cuck, cuck holding as they call it. That's when a husband either enjoys or doesn't care and just tolerates his wife sleeping with another man because that other man knows how to satisfy her and he doesn't keep her satisfied. He ain't stroking. Doom to doom. He ain't stroking. Doom to doom. He doesn't stroke it to the east 
or stroke it to the west or stroke it to the woman that he loves the best. He ain't stroking. Mm-mm. But see, old boy, Amy, you know what I'm saying? Our, our tall Nigerian brother, he was putting that African thing on him. He was stroking, just like Clarence Carter said. Matter of fact, let's have a quick musical interlude. And let's hear from Clarence Carter about stroking. Because all of this bullshit, this ain't about comments. This is about stroking. This is about the fact that he was supposed to be committed to Nia Long and she was supposed to be committed to her husband. But them two motherfuckers got together during them little road trips because I bet you she traveled during the team. She traveled with the team. And while they were on the road and she was doing whatever she was supposed to be doing for her job, which requires her to travel with the whole team, they got together before or after them games and they were stroking. Be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Clarence Carter.
when I start making love to my woman, I don't stop until I know she's satisfied. And I can always tell when she gets satisfied. Because when she gets satisfied, she start calling my name. She said, Clance Carter, Clance Carter, Clance Carter, Clance Carter. stroking my woman and it got so good to her you know what she told me let me tell you what she told me she said stroke it class Carter but don't stroke so fast if my stuff ain't tight enough you can stick it up my Now, ladies, Lewis says black be stroking, too. Now, let's get back to the show. Had to take it back one time for the one time. Now, here's what I really think this is about. Sometimes there's a need for a sacrificial lamb. And in the society that we live in, if a nigga can be a sacrificial lamb, he is first up on the poll for who's going to be the sacrificial lamb. What I think was going on is I think a lot of the behind the scenes cats, GMs, big bosses, chief this, operating that, VP this, coaches, assistant coaches, I think all of them had main flames. Wives, long-term girlfriends, baby mamas, all that shit at the crib. But then what I think happened is I think everybody had a little something on the side. You know, the work girlfriend, just like you women like to joke about having the work husband. <laughs> oh, Charles. Oh, yeah, that's my work husband. Me and him go to Chipotle on the lunch break. That's my lunch husband. Yeah, well, this was his work, bitch. See, but see, y'all women, what y'all do is y'all bullshit with the dudes y'all work with. Y'all just have little flirtatious conversations here and there, and usually don't nothing happen. See, you see how dangerous it is when men start doing that shit. When a man has a work girlfriend, it ain't just about sitting up here and eating sandwiches in the break room and, you know what I'm saying, laughing over a bag of chips. No. Somebody winds up getting fucked. Somebody winds up with their legs pimp behind their ears. Getting put in the Boston Crab. The Cleveland Steamer. The Mississippi Mudslide. The Missouri Missionary. 
the Texas takedown, the California cuddle, the New York noose, woo, the Atlanta ass shaker, the motherfucking Seattle sizzler, woo, the New Jersey knock them all the way back, knock them back to Hackensack. Yeah, shit gets a little dangerous when men want to fuck around with co-workers. We don't want attention. Nah, we want some ass. We want some mouth. And I think what happened is old girl had to do something to kind of save face. And what they feared is if we do not nip this in the bud and suspend this dude for a whole year, a lot of our little work girlfriends may get hip and they might start whistleblowing and we could all be in trouble. Come on now. You know my wife is a money hungry bitch, Bob. Yeah, I know she is. Man, if she leaves me, she's taking the kids and she's going to take half of my salary and I heard that she can get a piece of my pension along with alimony. Oh no, we got to do something. What we going to do? Oh, that nigga fired. We got to get him up out of here quick fast in a hurry everybody they probably had a little meeting everybody yeah yeah we're here for this emergency meeting man what's going on hey everybody at some point today get on the phone with your bitches and see where their heads are at we're gonna have to give our girlfriends a little bit of cash and maybe some NDAs so that they can shut up and keep cool Hell, even if you don't want to give them some cash, take these bitches shopping or do something. Them just getting dick and restaurants, it's not working. We got to take care of these side girlfriends. Otherwise, they're going to blow the whistle on us. And if they blow the whistle on us, man, this whole organization is through. They can't take down the Celtics. We got too many championships. But all of us will be through. They'll get rid of all of us and they'll replace us with some new jacks. So we got to get this shit in order. What are we going to do about Andy? Don't worry. We already suspended him for the season and his future isn't there. Oh, so basically you fired him, right? Yeah, you're right. I basically fired him. Does everybody got that? Capiche? Capiche? Yeah. So that's what happened. Now, ladies... Let's address what's going on with Mia. And I'm going I'm to represent for the men. Because, see, we're going to talk about the double standard. That's why I chose to cover that idea, ladies. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Sit down, Indian style, and listen to Big Papa. I'm not going to sit up here and make fun of me alone. You know why? Because I've got compassion. I have sensitivity, some shit y'all supposed to have. Shit y'all brag about. So I'm not gonna sit up here and knock her. I'm gonna read this little article from TMZ and I'm gonna say that I wish my sister Nia Long the best because I saw the same thing happen to Will and I saw how y'all treated Will. And I grew up on Will and I grew up on Nia. Grew up watching Nia in movies like Boys in the Hood and I definitely loved when she got up on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and played the part of Will's girlfriend. And of course, I grew up on Will, music-wise and movie-wise. 
Now, what we're going to first do is we're going to read this article from TMZ. Or should I say I'm going to read it to you ladies. Then we're going to talk about it. <coughs> Nia Long says she's going to need all the support she can get after getting blindsided by her fiance, Celtics coach, Emi Udaka, who we've learned kept her in the dark about his affair, even though the team busted him months ago. We've got to love the way they talk on TMZ. Sources connected to team and the couple tells TMZ Nia had moved to Boston with Kez, her 10-year-old son, with Emi just two weeks ago, and the couple was house hunting. The sad twist for Nia is that when she moved, Emi was already full aware his affair with a married front office staffer was about to blow up. We're told Emmy knew way back in July the team was aware of the affair and was launching an investigation. Meanwhile, we're told Nia only found out about it in the last few days and only because Emmy knew it was about to go public. Poor thing. Nia tells TMZ through her rep Shannon Barr, the outpouring of love and support from family, friends, and the community during this difficult time means so much to me. I ask that my privacy be respected as I process the recent events. Above all, I am a mother and will continue to focus on my children. The social media backlash against Amy and support for Nia was swift. As soon as the Celtics announced on Wednesday, they'd be punishing him. On Thursday night, the Celtics officially suspended him for the entire upcoming 2022-23 season. In response, Amy said... I want to apologize to our players, fans, the entire Celtics organization, and my family for letting them down. I am sorry for putting the team in this difficult situation, and I accept the team's decision. Out of respect for everyone involved, I will have no further comment. Yeah, I decided to read that shit in my Nigerian voice the second time around. All right. And brothers, we're not going to say too much zips. Hey, this is the way the game goes. Men cheat. Broke men cheat. Working class men cheat. Homeless men, if they could, they would cheat. But the bitch they are homeless with is nine times out of ten the only homeless bitch that wants to deal with them. But if another homeless bitch comes around ready to give him head, for a few of them cigarettes that he got. Best believe it's going down behind that dumpster. So how is it that you all wind up so shocked when your baby daddy, who can barely pay your ass $60 a week, wound up cheating on you? But here it is, you got niggas making millions Niggas making in one year what we may not even be able to spend in a lifetime. Don't you women know that the most dangerous, and when I say dangerous, I'm talking about sexual market-wise. On the sexual market, the most dangerous man on earth is a black man with a few million dollars that is actually easy on the eyes. Of course, Before I say this, I have to put it out there because it's 2022. I am not gay. I'm a boy, Damon. I do not roll like that. And I do not look at dudes like that. 
but I have a set of eyes and I know what kind of the standard is. I know ugly when I see ugly and I know a dude that can catch when he can catch. And the brother, tall, handsome brother. The brother's easy on the eyes for the ladies. Okay, so you got a brother that looks decent and he's got some money. And since the big phenomenon is height, another disclaimer, whenever I talk about height, I'm never jealous. I'm six foot. The average man in America is five seven. So when I talk about brothers being tall, hey, I'm in the club. So the brother's tall, handsome, and got some money. Oh, and you think he, he ain't gonna fuck around? Please. The only thing that makes a man cheat, it ain't about anything that Nia Long did. I'm pretty sure she's just as sweet as can be. Hopefully she doesn't act like her characters that she plays in the movies, because usually she's a very feisty ass, talk too much type of woman in these damn movies. The sweetest I think I've seen her be was probably Boys in the Hood. And even then, she got a little feisty with Cuba Gooden a couple of times. So she knows how to argue. And I don't think that when they said, Nia, it's time for you to argue with Cuba Gooden. Nia, it's time for you to argue with Lorenz Tate. Nia, I think it's time for you to yell at Ice Cube. I don't think that she had to sit up here and meditate or go to any special acting coaches and try to channel some shit and bring some shit that ain't there out there to us. I think she was just being herself like, oh, okay, let me just act like I'm mad. Kind of like how Denzel gets paid to Denzel. I think Nia gets paid to Nia. So if she's anything like that. I'm, that's the only thing I'm going to say objectively is okay I'm going to be with your attractive self and I'm going to have kids with you and you're going to be the main thing damn it you got an old girl over here she don't talk too much you know what I'm saying she says a few little words here and there she don't like to argue and in this case she has no right to argue with me because the moment that she wants to argue, I'm going to say, bitch, don't argue with me. Go argue with your husband. Yeah, it gets real over here, ladies. So when a brother looks decent and has some money, it's lights out. Only thing it takes is time, air and opportunity. A lot of men, this is going to be a tough pill to swallow. A lot of men are as faithful as their options. Just sit up and go people couple. And if the dude can pass a lie detector test about being faithful, people kind of do it is. Is he in shape? Is he out of shape? Is he cool and charismatic? Or is he lame and boring as hell? Trust me. It's just a man is natured. A man's nature is hardwired to be with multiple women. Men can't help it. It's just science. And I can tell you, it's just the masculine energy. The masculine energy within itself has to have multiple multitudes of feminine energy around it. 
And here's how I can shut that shit down for y'all. Even studs cheat. Let me give you a fly ass stud. She knows how to dress. She knows how to talk. She knows how to walk. You know what I'm saying? She knows that lingo. She's got that game. She might mess around and have other films that are checking her out on the low. It's the masculine energy, baby. But overall, us brothers, we're going to talk about what the man is doing, but we're not going to sit up here and ha-ha and hee-hee at Nia Long and blame her. I don't think she did shit. Only thing I mentioned in that speculation would be if she's got that type of attitude. But I'm pretty sure that as a professional, she knows that that type of attitude that she displays during some of those parts that I mentioned, she knows that that shit ain't gonna fly in real life or keep a man around for too long. And she has been able to be with this brother for like, damn. She met him at 39 and now she's 51. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Damn near 11 something years. I don't think she got that by being feisty and being all abrasive. So I'm not going to blame her. Y'all blamed Will. As soon as Jada got caught up and got entangled, or should I say it entangled her legs behind August Alcina's back, y'all automatically will will, will will, will will speculation because we never had anything publicly come out about what Will was doing. So we can speculate that he smashed this one and that one and that one, but shit, we're talking about concrete shit right here. And while us brothers tried to sit back and support Will through his tears at the red table, through his frustration, y'all just laughed at him the whole time. <laughs> they weren't together. They weren't together. They were separated. They were separated. They got an open relationship, whatever, whatever, whatever. We was like, but ladies, have some compassion. Now, some foul shit that happened to your homegirl, Nia, who is from the same generation, from that same 90s gangster era of acting. Oh, see, you know, he's dark in her. You know me. And we're like, uh-huh. Most of us real niggas, we ain't about to sit up here and hold hands and cry with you. Damn it. Nah, niggas cheat every day, B. See, when men, when we get cold-hearted and turn our backs on the subject, we turn our backs on the subject. So, guess what? For the most part, minus this podcast, I really ain't got shit to say for real. As a matter of fact, shit, y'all shouldn't be saying nothing because we're going to do like our sister Nia asked, which is, let's go back. She said... I ask that my privacy be respected as I process the recent events. So while she's trying to process this, she doesn't need the black sisterhood up on Twitter talking all that shit because they read, they read the tweets, they read the Facebook posts. So we just going to respect them and let them get through this. And y'all are so mad. But what y'all got to realize is just the fact that she made a statement like this, that lets you know. She gonna stay with him 
She ain't going nowhere. She's embarrassed. Now she's going to yell at him. Now his goofy ass is going to get some of that uh, boys in the hood treatment. Now he's going to know how it feels to be Tay Diggs and the best man when Nia Long went off on his ass. He's going to get the business. And after she gives him the business, she's going to roll her eyes. Probably not give him no pussy for about a month or two. And since he's suspended and ain't got no job, she's going to make him spend some of that money he's got saved up on paying them damn bills. Since he just moved their ass out to Austin and out to Boston, sorry, Austin and Boston, they rhyme. I might have to keep in mind of that if I do a song one day. Yeah, so since he just moved them out there to Boston, oh, guess what, Mr. Cheating Man? You're going to use some of that money that you got saved up and you're going to pay the bills around this motherfucker. Hmm? An old boy, she going to be on his ass like a probation officer. Woo, she going to be watching him with her good eye. So he's going to have a lot of crow to eat. Now, if he doesn't want to eat crow... He could be a player about this shit and say, you know what? Fuck that. I'm through fucking with you. We ain't married. So shit, all we got to do is just break up and just go ahead and put me on child support. Shit, the boy about damn near 10 years old anyways. So I'm only be paying your crazy ass for about the next eight years. Let's go ahead and do child support. Go ahead and do what you got to do. You unhappy? You feel embarrassed? Okay. I respect that. And if he does that, he gets to walk around with his head up high, get himself a little bitty apartment or a nice little apartment, whatever the fuck he can afford with the money he's got saved up because he's been playing professionally and then coaching for a long time. So this ain't like regular people where he needs her in order to have a roof over his head. And he can be a player about this shit and do his thing. So let's just see, man. Let's just see how this all pans out. But, you know, at the end of the day, as a parent, I'd be wrong if I don't acknowledge who is going to hurt the most. And you women ain't said shit about this because you women ain't even did your research. All you did was just hear me along and got cheated on. Yeah, they have a kid. And the kid ultimately is the one that gets affected by this. Because at the end of the day, mama's going to move on and she's going to get some dick as soon as she feels like getting some new dick. And she'll have a new boyfriend up in there within about six or seven months if she feels like it. Daddy is going to go off into a big player phase and he's going to knock down everything moving that looks at him. But that kid, that kid is going to be wondering, where's daddy? That's who really gets hurt when it comes to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Trust me, as a father, if you can try to keep things tight, try to keep things tight. But I understand that motherfuckers can't be together. So whether they together or not, my focus ain't going to be about Nia. My focus ain't going to be about him or who he's going to coach with. Because shit, you should have known better than to dip your pen in that company ink. But I'm hoping that they can keep things tight and he can still be a good parent towards that boy. But she ain't going nowhere. Vanessa Bryant taught y'all that. Vanessa Bryant is the OG 
of wives that got cheated on. It gets no worse than Kobe when he hit that little broad up in the damn training clinic up in Colorado. But see, Kobe came with that damn ring. He came with that. He upgraded the ring. He had already married her, but he fucked around and supersized that damn ring. And Kobe had to eat crow every single home game or game that she could make it to before Kobe could, when Kobe walked through that tunnel, before he could get to the locker room to have Phil Jackson yell at the team or praise the team, he had to kiss Vanessa in her hot mouth. And he had to kiss them babies on the cheek. Camera was on him. He had to do that, then go to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Now the best thing for this player to do, since they're already engaged, brother, Here's what Lewis says Black would advise. If I was a part of his team, you're already engaged to her, upgrade the ring, and the wedding has to go down in 2023. Repropose if you want to. You got to kiss some ass. Baby, I'm begging, baby, I'm begging, begging, begging. Baby, I'm begging, baby, I'm begging. Let me hear you say, Jodeci type shit and you gotta throw her a cold ass wedding I'm talking about a cold ass wedding even by standards of A and B list actors such as herself and then she'll be cool with that said that's been another episode of the Lewis Black Show baby follow me for dating advice on TikTok at Lewis S. Black. We out of here. Cause we got a lot to 
excited Are two illest groups to dig to CBK Melly's the king And I'm the prince The proof is evident Get mad if you wanna I'm a fucking representative Got that D, and you know they play your zone Pass your button microphone, you know I'm holding my own Make a counter larger bus, I should start doing loans and